are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Monday show for you. Hope you had a great weekend. We're going to talk about the Golden Bachelor. By the time you'll, you're hearing this, his face will already be out there, but I was able to spoil him this past weekend. I'll give you what I have found on him so far. Also, the things that we know and things that I've heard regarding the Golden Bachelor. Uh, I've also got some talk about McDonald's, which is always good to talk about. Uh, some movie news and maybe get to some other celebrity stuff coming up in uh, today's Daily Roundup. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Earth Echo Foods and their healthy feel-good superfood product called Cacao Bliss. Cacao Bliss starts with 100% USDA organic, rare, ceremonial-grade cacao beans, and they are naturally dried by the sun, maintaining the miraculous health benefits. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve and use code discount code realitysteve for 15% off everything from Earth Echo Foods. That's shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve and use discount code realitysteve for 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. And remember, if you don't remember the URL, don't worry about it. Go to the episode description where you listen to your podcasts. The link will be in there. Press that. It'll bring you right to the landing page. All right, before we get started on The Golden Bachelor, I have an answer as to why Friday's podcasts almost didn't make it on air. Remember I told you about 9 o'clock Thursday night, I go to my page where I upload my podcast. I hadn't recorded them yet, but I went to that page and I couldn't log in. Or once I logged in, it was asking me basically to start from scratch or to import a podcast. I'm like, I've never seen this page in the year that I've been doing a daily podcast. So got support on the horn. Well, got them on email. It was like, if they don't fix this in the next two hours, I'm not going to have a podcast that goes up. So I recorded the podcast just to have them ready to go, and then they finally got back to me and obviously ended up working. Your podcasts were in there on Friday morning. So I asked them, hey, do you know what happened? Just maybe for future reference. And they gave me this answer. Hey, Steve, we have identified the root cause of the issue with your account. Yesterday, we made a deployment on our back end that caused a flaw in the logic used to evaluate the rights of logged-in users. As a result, you were unable to see your show in your content tab. Our engineering team has fixed the issue. Please note there was no impact on content delivery or monetization during this time. Well, that's true, because even though I couldn't log in and upload a podcast, I was still having access to my monetization page, and I could see that my podcast was still making money and they were still getting downloads. That's why it was so weird that it recognized me on the monetization page, but it didn't have a reality podcast in its system. I don't know. Anyway, it was fixed. If anybody knows what the fuck deployment on our back end caused a flaw in the logic used to evaluate the rights of logged in users means, if anyone could explain that to me in layman's terms, I'd appreciate it. But no longer an issue, thank God. <laughs> And here we are. We're back to uh, we're back to working. All right. Let's talk about the Golden Bachelor, because it's quite an adventure for me over the weekend. 
we all knew as of, I think, Thursday or Friday, because the Bachelor ABC page was promoting the fact that everyone was going to know who the Golden Bachelor was on Monday on Good Morning America. Well, I'm recording this right now on Sunday night. By the time you're hearing this, my guess is our Golden Bachelor has already appeared on Good Morning America. You've already seen it. or And once you've already seen it, they're going to release him on the Instagram page, which I'll repost and put on Twitter and put on social media. So you already know about him. However, all weekend, <laughs> my goal was to spoil it. Here was what I was working with. I had been sent a picture of him. <laughs> and unfortunately, the source did not feel comfortable with me sharing the picture. The source also didn't know his name 100%. They were like, I think it's like Gary or Jerry or you know Jerry with a G or Jerry with a J. I don't know for sure, but this is him. And so it was really interesting because normally when I'm looking for contestants or something like that, it's from when The Bachelor or The Bachelorette releases contestants and we have their first name and their city and their age. Doesn't help too much, but we end up getting everybody, you know, and their Instagram accounts. This, I was just working off a picture, but no name. And I wasn't really sure. So I, <laughs> so the first tweet I sent out over the weekend was basically saying, um, I don't know his name, which I didn't. I knew he was white because I had seen a picture of him. Late 50s, early 60s, and I said kind of resembles Robert Redford. And the reason I said that was because <laughs> working with just a picture, I was like, hey, don't they do that on Catfish? On that TV show Catfish where they just take a picture and they do like a Google reverse image search. So when I did that, I did it on my mobile phone. On my mobile phone. I sound like 1999. I did it on my, uh, on my, uh, on my iPhone. And I just did, how do you do a reverse Google image search? I've never done one before. And it said, uh, you know, open up the Photos app, go to your photo library, tap on the photo you want to use, tap on the share icon, copy the photo, open Chrome on your phone, tap the search for copied image option, and then scroll down to review your results. So when I put his picture in <laughs> to a reverse Google image search on uh, on my phone, it just, it just popped up a bunch of pictures of Robert Redford. So that's why I said kind of resembles Robert Redford. And then I kind of saw it. I was like, yeah, it kind of does. Because I had his face. I just, this look, this would have been so much easier this weekend. Trust me, I'm aware. If I could have just given you the picture that I had. But I couldn't. So I had to do a workaround. And then all weekend, I'm trying to figure out, all right, what's this guy's name? And when you don't have, we well, don't even know his first name. It's Gary or Jerry or Jerry with a G, Jerry with a J. And you're just, and you're just like, oh, my God, I'm just banging my head against the wall. So, um... I was able to find out, I didn't realize that there were reports out there, if we went to USA Today, had reported he's 71 years old. So, yesterday, in the afternoon, I updated, hey, he is 71, not late 50s, early 60s, which is what I thought. So that's on me. My first tweet, I said he's late 50s, early 60s. That was my bad. I just, I guess I'm not good with age and what people look like, but he... 
he doesn't look 71. You've seen him now. Does he look 71 to you? He looks good. He looks pro- – I mean, to me, he definitely isn't in his late 50s. He didn't look like late 50s. He doesn't look late 50s. But he looks early 60s, mid-60s, I could see. But he looks good for 71. And then um, I was able to find him yesterday. And you've now seen him on GMA or seen the pictures of him. Jerry Turner is his name. 71 years old. He turns 72 next month on August 7th. He's originally from Hudson, Indiana. I said I believe he's in Davenport, Iowa now because I was going off his LinkedIn page. I don't think he's updated his LinkedIn page. So I believe he's back in Indiana. I think he's back in the Hudson area. He is a widower. His wife, Tony, passed away in 2017. He has uh, two daughters. And yes, I tried to find pictures of him on his daughter's Instagram pages. Didn't find them. On his daughter's Facebook pages. Didn't find them there either. Like, there is literally no pictures of this guy on the internet. That's why I'm saying, God, it would have been so easy if I could have just shared the picture I had. But I wasn't going to give away a possible source, so I couldn't. But you've seen him now. Doesn't matter. I I knew it was only going to be 24 hours because we all knew he was being uh, announced on GMA this morning. So the one picture that I did find was, you know, from 13 years ago, at least 13 years ago, because I found an old Facebook page of Jerry Turner and the picture that was uploaded said 2010. So that would have made him around 58 at the time. And that's if the picture was in 2010. Who knows when the picture was actually from? But I could see it. He looked in the picture that I posted. He looked about 58. I could see that. So, you know him now, Jerry Turner. He's going to be the Golden Bachelor. And let's talk a little bit about the Golden Bachelor itself. I got a lot of questions yesterday once it was posted about, oh, my gosh, what are they going to? He's going to date a bunch of 40-year-olds. And, of course, it's like, no. This is being called the Golden Bachelor for a reason. I've been told that every woman on this show is over 60 or 65. Like, this is not going to be this guy picks a 45-year-old woman. Like, I know that I know that's what Hollywood loves, and we know that older men love younger women, but for a, for a show that's trying to do something for the first time, do you honestly think a 71-year-old is going to have a choice between 20, 45-year-olds? Like, no. It would be horrible. It would look horrible. It would play into the stereotype. There's zero chance that that's happening. And even when they were casting this, when this idea first came about before the pandemic hit, I remember they were looking for people in their 60s. This was never going to be, hey, let's have a 50-year-old bachelor and date a bunch of 40-year-olds. No, that just wasn't it. That that was never the concept of this show. It was always going to be, I guess, the golden bachelor, someone who was older and golden years, I think, are what, 65 and above. So that's where we're at with this. So, no, you're not going to have I don't even think there's many 50 year olds on this show. And if there is, it's going to be like maybe 59. You know, and I look, if they mix in a 45 year old, and he ends up picking her. It'll look awful. It, it, it will I'm not saying that he's not allowed to be a track, but it would really be a slap in the face to call it the Golden Bachelor. And then this guy picks a girl 25 years younger than him. I just I just don't see that happening. Plus, the casting call did say for women in their 60s and 70s. So, um, you know, I'm sure we're going to find out more about his backstory. When I looked and found out his wife 
had died and passed away in 2017. I didn't look about what she died from. I didn't know if it was sudden. I didn't know if it was from a long illness. Did not care. Um, he is a widower, and he's got two daughters, and I'm sure he's got a tragic backstory. And just a guy you know, looking for love. Everyone said, oh, it's going to be a celebrity. Oh, it's going to be somebody related to Bachelor Nation. I, I never thought that was going to be the case. It didn't make any sense. This show doesn't cast celebrities as their lead. If they... Why would they have gone 47 seasons without casting a celebrity in their main show and then the first Golden Bachelor they ever had make it some celebrity? Again, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. This makes sense to cast an everyday guy that nobody has heard of before. And everybody that's ever been cast as the lead, as we know, for the most part, comes from the show already, and they were not known before they came on the show. So it makes sense. Also... The Golden Bachelor is not taking place of The Bachelor. This isn't the new Bachelor every year. This is something they are going to try out, and they're going to air it after Bachelor in Paradise. So it's airing in the year 2023. It's airing this calendar year. I don't know how many episodes. All I know is that they're not doing international travel, but there will be domestic travel. It's probably not going to take nearly as long to film this show as it does The Bachelor. I'm sure it'll probably be maybe at the most a month shoot. Filming starts this week. I do know that. Whether or not they're going to release the women contestants like they do for The Bachelor and put it on the Facebook page, we'll just have to wait and see. This is something where I was just interested in spoiling The Bachelor itself and just getting his name out there before they revealed him today. I'm not looking to uh, you know do a breakdown, an episode-by-episode breakdown of, of Jerry's season. If I find out who wins, great. If people come to me with like, oh, I know who this contestant is, I'll put their info out there, but I'm not going to do any sort of deep dive on any of these contestants. And, you know, it's like I, I in terms of actively going searching for finding spoilers, if stuff comes to me on this, great, I'll, I'll put it out there. If I find out who Jerry picks, great, I'll put it out there. But this is not something the biggest thing I wanted to do was spoil who he was before the show did. And I was able to do that yesterday. But. You know, I'm going to watch. Certainly going to be interesting just because we've never seen them do this before. They've had 47 regular seasons of, you know, bachelorettes for the most part in their 20s and bachelors for the most part in their late 20s, some in their 30s. We've never seen anything like this where we got a 71-year-old lead. As I said on Friday, the funniest thing to me about this show, it has nothing to do with the age part of it, is just the fact that if we're going to have 60- and 70-year-old women on this show, I'm assuming they currently live alone. I don't think they have roommates and living or living with their best friends. I, it's just going to be weird to see women in their 60s and 70s living like college dorm room, like living like they're back in college. Unless they're changing up the living situation, unless they put these women in a hotel in L.A. and they don't have them live in the mansion. It's just, can you see 60- and 70-year-old women bunking with each other in the mansion and cramming 8 to 10 of them to a room? Like I, I, I just can't see that. But I have no idea. Maybe that's what they plan on doing. I don't know. It seems weird, but you know, when, when we see it on The Bachelor, it's just normal. Because these women are usually women fresh out of college or just a few years removed from college so it's and probably already live with roommates, so it's not that weird. These women have a whole life experience behind them. Do you really think they want to live with somebody, let alone 
15, 20 other women? It's just, I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's so, so much we don't know, but I do believe filming starts this week. And if they're filming domestically, then maybe they'll be seen out and I'll post any pictures that I see and any pictures that get sent to me, I'll, I'll put it out there. Um, but I'm just not going to be like, oh, got to find out. Trust me, I'm, I'm still very much working on charity season. I, I definitely want to find out who charity is engaged to. Uh, that's my number one priority. I just haven't been able to get the confirmation that I need. Um, this is just something that I knew that they were releasing today, and I just wanted to get it out there. I wanted to spoil who he was, and I was able to. So I will keep you updated on anything going on with Golden Bachelor, but no, this isn't replacing The Bachelor. This is just something they're going to try. This might be the only season they do. We have no idea. The Bachelor is still going to film in September through November like it always does and start airing in January of 2024. We don't know who that is yet. We're two months away, but we know that that's the schedule of The Bachelor. That hasn't changed. This is just something that's being filmed in July and that's going to air after Bachelor in Paradise runs. So my my guess is it's going to air like November and December. It's just going to be like filler show because remember, there's a strike going on with SAG and AFTRA have all strike now like there's going to be nothing but reality shows and game shows on and they got to have they're gonna have to have stuff in the can because we have no idea when this strike is ending i don't know how i missed this but did you know that mcdonald's added a spicy menu last week did you know that mcdonald's added a what's it called the jalapeno cheeseburger I totally missed this. The cheesy jalapeno bacon quarter pounder. It was added to certain cities, McDonald's, Dallas being one of them. I had no idea. On July 12th, last week, they also added a cheesy jalapeno sausage egg McMuffin. By the way, don't at me and don't come at me for this. But I'm telling you, the best breakfast sandwich from any fast food place out there is the sausage McMuffin with egg. Like I said, don't at me. I don't want to hear your, but what about this one? No, I like this one better. I don't care. The sausage egg McMuffin is the best breakfast sandwich of any fast food joint. Period. End of story. Moving on. They also had French Fry Friday on <laughs> French Fry Thursday. Last week, National French Friday was on Thursday, July 14th. Passed, and I had no idea about it. I absolutely would have taken advantage of that because are F- McDonald's French fries not some of the best fast food French fries out there? In and Out's probably the best, but if you're going strictly like the the national, I mean, In and Out isn't. It's in a few states. But I wouldn't consider it a national chain because it doesn't go past Texas as of right now. I know it's apparently they're going into North Carolina or something like that. But I'm talking about like between, you know, McDonald's, Hardee's, Jack in the Box, Burger King, Whataburger, uh, Popeye's, you know, all those places. I think McDonald's has the best fries. But hey, I'll take suggestions on that. Other places, Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. Kind of gives you a run for McDonald's a run for their money because they're completely different. They're waffle fries, but yeah, gotta love those McDonald's fries. Ever since I was a kid, they are quite addicting. But anyway, check out your 
cheesy jalapeno bacon quarter pounder. I believe it also comes with a heart defibrillator. That joke was too easy. And I actually blew it because I didn't know how to pronounce defib... Defib... I'm... Okay. I'm looking at the word on the screen and I'm having a hard time pronouncing it. Defibrillator. But saying it fast isn't easy. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. You know what I'm talking about. Let's just move on. I'm losing it. Uh, Finally, um, I know a lot of people have opinions on Tom Cruise. I certainly do. As a person, as a human, as frankly second in charge of a cult. But I can separate the person. And oh yeah, a guy who never sees his daughter and never takes a picture with his daughter and never talks about Surrey. Whole other, whole other thing. But Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning opened last Wednesday, and they opened to about $56.2 million. It's the second biggest opening for MI uh, Mission Impossible films. It's only uh, just short of Mission Impossible Fallout opened with $61 million. But it opened on Wednesday, so it drew $80 million over its first five days, which outdrew Fallout. And globally, it's already brought in $235 million. It's expected to have a long and solid run because of the great reviews it's got. But more so, man, Indiana Jones is bombing. I mean, The Dial of Destiny came out, what, two weeks ago? That movie had like a $300 million budget. It only grossed $12 million domestically. And domestically, it's up to 145 million. Globally, it's at 302. So it'll make a little bit of money, but when you spend 300 million on a movie and domestically, you're not even halfway there, two or three weeks into its release, you're having problems. I didn't even see it yet. Now, I'll probably just wait till it streams. But yeah, they're, uh, you know, Dead Reckoning. Um, those movies are incredible. If you ever watched the video, because obviously he does all of his major stunts, you know the big stunt in this one as he literally motorcycles off of a cliff and essentially, you know, he's got a parachute strapped to him and this cliff is way high in the air. I mean, I, I don't know how high it is, but ridiculous. And then he parachutes it and then he parachutes to the ground. Um, there is video. I mean, you think like, oh, no, that's CGI or, oh, no, it's a uh, it's a stunt double. No, it's Tom Cruise. There's a whole, I think it's like an eight-minute video of how much practice this guy put in to skydiving and riding that motorcycle at the perfect speed. I mean, there's just so many things that you wouldn't think go into something like this and how long he had to practice for to get that one shot uh, of him going off the cliff on the motorcycle. It's pretty impressive. I mean, it's just it's, it's something we just never see. I mean, he's the only guy in movies that does this. Like, literally spends, you know, goes through training for months to get that one spot in every movie that he likes to impress people with. 
he does all his stunts, but there's always one in all these Mission Impossible movies that you're just like, holy crap. I can't believe he did that. Well, he does it again in this movie. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it on the previews, but go Google. Just go to YouTube and Google Tom Cruise motorcycle jump. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. You'll find it. It's a pretty intricate, detailed description and a detailed account of all the practice he had to put in to getting this to getting this stunt in in the movie because he wanted to do it that badly. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Follow me in Apple Podcasts. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. You can check that out. Thank you once again, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend, and we are back yet tomorrow with another Daily Roundup talking about Episode 4 of The Bachelorette airing tonight. Check that out. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap on both the Daily Roundup and in the column. And we're going to talk about some other things as well. Uh, Might have some Bachelor in Paradise news for you tomorrow as well. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.